Welcome to Ming Presents the Reup, a conversation with the artistic mind. There he is. What up, Rob? How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, How you doing? You? I'm good. I'm good. Are you, are you in a little home studio there? <laughs> yeah, just a little one. Yeah, like drums. The mini yeah. kit. I had to make do. I was going to ask you what you if you if you guys have like a practice room or if you just kind of like do your own things and then, you know, you're playing so much that you don't need to you don't really need to practice that much. No, dude, we have we have a recording studio in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Um that when we're not on the road or playing, we're there. It's pretty rad. It's a pretty rad space. We're like two blocks from the beach and it's just like it's kind of just magical. I remember you talking about this before you had it. I mean, that's how long ago you guys were thinking about <laughs> it. Pe- people were traveling. You were, some of you were in Santa Cruz. Some of you weren't. Some of you weren't. Was somebody, was someone in Colorado? Yeah, that was way back in the day, but we're all in Santa Cruz now. Like we're all, yeah. all in Santa Cruz, all just, and it's really cool, man. Like, you know, we're a band. Yeah. So it's like, we're a band, so it's it's pretty cool to be all in the same town and kind of be a band together, and that's exciting. That's just super fun. So, so for your daughter, just are they all like other daddies? Or are they just sort of like these dudes that are always perpetually around? <laughs> no, man. There's so many STS nine kids and stuff, so it's so good. Yeah so good they're around music and they've been around music and you know i mean it's so epic um yeah you know my daughter has all these like faces for each band member she's like daddy you know and she does all these faces that we all do on stage so it's pretty fun and they're all like they all call each other brother and sister so it's pretty tight it's pretty like beautiful yeah 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 it's I mean, so I've seen, you know, I, I've, I've lived vicariously through Instagram, you know, to, I've never met your wife and I don't know your daughter, you know what I mean? But I, your daughter's sort of epic in many ways. <laughs> She's more of a performer than you are. I mean, Dude, totally. Right. Yeah. She is. She's she like is second generation own, amped up on she's her own being for, for 100%. Real. Yeah. Like, and we're just kind of like, got, you know, you know, as a, yeah. as a dad, it's like, we're just kind of like trying to. Like, let her be her authentic self. Yeah. And just do the best that we can, you know, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's just she like... Is, she's she's on full it. on. Well, my daughter's full on, too. I mean, I don't know your wife, but I'm sure she's she's got to be full on. My wife is full on. And, you yeah. know, she's gotten more mellow as we've had kids. And my son is a bit more of a chiller. He's like a chill, smart dude, you know, like athletic plays chess really cool kid and my daughter's just sort of like bananas like the best of me and my wife but also the worst of both of us <laughs> she's crazy sure. yeah i mean isis is like yeah like i said man she's her own being and we're just kind of here to kind of witness and maybe keep her in the no box but just kind of like okay okay you know that whole thing yeah so, Keep her safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I find she's her got, dude, she's, tra- she's a performer. She sings. She's got like a DJ thing. She's surfs. <laughs> she dances. She's. I mean, it's, she want to be in like, a band with me. Does she want to be in a band with me. 
Man, we when I get her in the studio and I get her to start singing and like, yeah, I mean, you and can't then get she her to wants stop. to be like a dancer singer. Like I DJed at, at our festival called Wave Spell, and and she's she's kind of been up there with me twice now. And the second time, the first time she like sang and did this whole thing, and then the the next time she was like, I don't want to sing. I just want to be like, I just want to dance. And she's up on the DJ table, like. <laughs> She was fucking next level, dude. Me and my wife. She's gonna be in one of those memes rock. where she takes the whole okay. thing down with her. Yeah, totally. She's got her own fans, man. So what's going on at Good Santa stuff. Cruz right now? I mean, um, there's a lot more space out there, obviously, and uh, it, not to say it's remote, but the traffic is different. How are people functioning on a day to day basis right now? How are you guys? seeing each other like are you quarantined with the band like what's going on so you know we we kind of took like once this whole thing kind of went down we were a week before even the government kind of sheltered in place right um hunter's just super on it and we were just kind of like hey let's just pull back we don't know where this is going to go not based on fear but just definitely like the information that was out there let's just like let's pull back and then, um, and so, yeah, we've been kind of quarantined, but like you said, we, like you're at your beach house, I know in New York. So it's kind of like, so we're just so blessed. Like I know other people aren't, I know there's like in urban cities and apartments and all that stuff, but like there's, it's so expansive here that it's just kind of like, we're able to get fresh air and outside the weather's have been amazing. Um, like, dude, I surfed this morning. Um, the beaches are closed from a certain amount of time. Um, and then the band is just, you know, really trying to be responsible, you know, honestly, yeah. we're trading files back and forth. Um, not that it's, and we've been quarantined for so long that like, I don't know if the conversation is going to get to where we kind of can get back in the studio. Um, hopefully that's what we're all kind of keeping our fingers crossed that like we've been quarantined, um, and been responsibly responsible and smart. So yeah, but through the change rooms, you couldn't be in that room. I guess not, dude. I don't know. Oh, Sorry. It's so, your internet is much better wherever you are right now. Okay, cool. I like the wood background. It's a nice... It goes with your tan, dude. <laughs> Love it. Yo, so when you... Is it is the water in Santa Cruz as cold as it is? Like, is it cold or is it... You know, can you swim without a wetsuit? You, you can. Um... But it's pretty cold for that. Yeah. Like when you're in a, I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's almost 80 degrees out there right now, but the water's like probably like 59 degrees, 60 degrees. Yeah. So there's guys out there doing that, but I couldn't stay in the water that long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could. Do you get up early to surf? Yeah, I was up at like 630 this morning surfing. What's the story now? I grew up around the water. My, my family is 10 minutes from the water. I'm, we have a place here by the water and we spend tons of time at the beach. And I just started getting my son. I bought my son like one of those um, foam surfboards because East, oh, Co yeah. East Coast surfing is not, you know, it's like East Coast skiing. It's deep, it's like, <laughs> totally. you know, it's, it's painful. <laughs> but I bought a longboard, you know, for him to start last year, the year before. And we've been go we, we go out once it, when it's warm enough. Um, What's the story with the time of day? If you go earlier, it's like seems like the waves roll in a different way. Is it because of the way, the the air temperature warming up and then winds pushing on the waves in a certain way, or is that Man, just like you're looking for good days? 
it's all depending on the tides. It's all depending on wind direction, swell direction. Um, there's so many, like, I've gone down the rabbit hole of this. It's like, it's like uh, dogs, right? You know, it's like that whole kind of concept. Once you kind of start going down your DAW, if you're going to work in Logic or Ableton or whatever, Pro Tools, <laughs> right? And then, and then you're, and then you're like getting all your plugins and you're figuring out, okay, how you're going to build. It's the same thing. Once you go down the rabbit hole of surfing, and the whole situation is like, you know, what are the buoys doing, and what is this? How you know all this crazy stuff? So it's mental, and man, and surfing and all the all my extracurricular activities, and I I think that you are in the same boat like because we've been friends for a long time and I know like like you work out and you do all these other things and it's kind of like how it applies and it integrates into music is so beautiful right yeah it's a little crazy like it's I was trying to explain to somebody the other day I have a lot of my friends or or, you know I have successful friends but a lot of them aren't in the music business my closer friends and mainly that's because when I'm not doing music because it's such an all-encompassing thing in my life, I like to spend time with people who do other things. You know, like I gravitate towards other interests, right? Sure. Um, and they're always, and these are successful, like bankers and lawyers and, you know, like business yeah. people. And they're always surprised at how many disciplines you have to know as a musician in order to be good at what you do these days. It's not just like you can play drums or guitar or bass, or you can it's just being a player is not as, as in vogue as it used to be. So you have to be really good at computers. You have to understand like every bit of software that comes in, plugins, outboard gear, in, you know, programming, graphics, like internet. It goes on and on and on and on the amount of things that you have to know to be a music producer these days. And I think it's um, sometimes I don't really think about how much, how many disciplines I've had to learn until my friends bring them up. They'll right. be like, I, you know, like, what are you doing in Photoshop? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just do all, I don't ask people to <laughs> do all that. I, I just taught, ta- ta- you know, taught myself Final Cut last year and on and on and on. It's like never ending learning. And maybe One music, time. that's the best part about music is that every, it's never ending learning. No matter how good you are, there's always something new. Those, and then how all of those things apply to when you actually get to make music or right. play your instrument, right? Um, I just started doing like video editing as well. And it's like super fun and like how it connects to the music. And, and then it's kind of like, Oh, this is like I'm, the rhythm of editing video is that the rhythm of drums, right? That's a hundred percent it. I, right? I, I, and, I, I, and same with surfing, like the rhythm of surfing is the rhythm of music. And it's like, all of these things are just like as simple as golf, like a golf swing. Right. Right. It's like they use music and tempo to work on your golf swing. It's like the whole, it's just, I start kind of like taking that down the rabbit hole. And I just, I love that. I'm like, Oh dude, how it all applies and how it can integrate and how I can apply it to my music and my music, it applies it to all this stuff. So I just get kind of like mental with it. It's, and it's I all it. a continuum for me too. I, I find the same, like, and that's another thing when I speak to other musicians who are, they're always asking me, like, how do you, because I do music five days a week and, and, you know, and the weekends, right? So it's my job. So, and your job, obviously, it's our job. <laughs> but, you know, like, but I'm saying, like, you can't, there's always something, always something else that you're doing that helps you. Like, if I go on a, if I go on a run, a run that's like three to five miles, or I go for a long bike ride, in that bike ride or run, I can work out a million things that I had in my head for songs or a problem that I had in the studio or something. And, you know, you get into that sort of like tantric, 
I'm not thinking about the ride anymore. I'm not thinking about the run or I'm not trying to surf. I'm just, you know, I'm in the, and then all of a sudden all these things open up in your brain and you're able to create something or solve a problem that didn't seem solvable musically. And you're like, and it's, and it had nothing to do with doing it in the studio. You're like, I went for a skateboard. And, and when I came back from this airport, I feel I'm able to do this now. Oh, dude. And I've been doing these online kind of lessons and connecting with our fans and, and doing all this stuff. And it's been so cool and kind of like going like introverted of kind of like ex people have all these questions and are asking, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And it's like, it's been a really kind of cool experiment because it's kind of like when you allow it in whatever facet of form, right? Making yeah. music, playing music out live. It's like, if I'm thinking about playing a fill or doing, if I'm thinking about it, usually I batch it, dude. Right, well, like, if you think about, when you're playing, you you have to oh my God. think. But if I can allow it to kind of like come, if the music can come through me and all my brothers and sisters on stage and we're like in it and we allow that to happen and we're not pushing or we're not pulling or we want our, our bandmate to do something different. It's like, if we're just allowing it and playing and conversating with each other, that's the magic. And then that then transcends in all aspects of, in my life, you know, but I yeah. think that, that it's just so rad. I think the easiest way to describe that feeling for people who don't or aren't in bands or, you know, is when you're driving and you realize you don't think you've looked at the road in miles. You feel like you've been looking in the rearview mirror or in your head for miles. And you're like, oh, my God, I haven't been looking at the road for, you know, like you're on stage doing this thing and you're in it. And then the next thing you know, you're like, I don't remember making the changes. I don't remember singing the backgrounds. Like, when? how did we? And then you realize that you've done it so many times that you're just, oh. it's, you're in it and you're just down that rabbit hole. And that's the that's, best feeling. That's a great analogy because I've had scary moments where i've just been like how long have i how long have i been in my little magical fairy world <laughs> driving Not driving like oh this is so amazing oh shit i should drive you know i remember playing in a metal band when i was in high school and singing was new to me and playing like that wasn't my thing i was like a background i sing backgrounds that's not, i'm not like a lead singer but you know in that band like i could, didn't have to think about playing but i did have to think about singing and playing or like when I was going to do that. So I can, I can vividly still remember playing shows where I was totally thinking about something else. Maybe thinking about like a conversation with a girlfriend or something that I had to do in the middle of a show. I'm like, <laughs> I do my thing and I'm thinking about something else, right? Until I had to step up to sing the background vocals. And then all of a sudden I was like, holy cow. Oh my, you know what I mean? Because you're like, oh, dude, totally. Oh, in the ebb and flow of each, like for us, like each different night, like what you were saying, like, you know, but sometimes when you drive analogy, you know, metaphor, like sometimes you drive and like, you're so focused and you know, what's all going around you. Right. And it might not be the most enjoyable experience because you are counting the minutes. You're kind of like, maybe you're trying to beat a time or you're just, you're weaving in and out of traffic and you're in the zone, but it might not be enjoyable. Right. And it's the same time on, like when we play so many shows a year, like, some nights it's like we have just you're in your head, you know, yeah. and you're kind of like maybe you just you, you didn't get in the zone that night or I don't know. You talk to someone that just like threw you off or I don't know. Maybe you're just not in it. Like sometimes my hands don't even feel like my hands, you know. Well, I would um, say for a drummer, it must be really difficult because I know for as a guitar player playing live or playing bass live, you know, I may not be the best. Like if I have a bad night, it's not like where your whole body is fighting you. Yeah. But when you're a drummer and it's not working, 
your whole body's like fighting you. I remember one of the things I, I, I really, um, I got off your energy when I first met you was like, you know, you were really in tune with your body, but you know, n never mind the drums, like with yoga and everything else. And I was like, yeah. all right, so that guy's really dialed into being connected physically to himself. And that's probably why he's able to go out and do this thing the same way. And I, you know, I, as, as I got older, I got more and more into staying connected with my body and partying less and doing all that to be able to, you know, be able to not have to force a feeling on stage or force like, you know, your body to do something. Yeah. 100%. I think it takes for each individual musician, artist, DJ, it takes, it takes something different for everybody. Right. The way that I look at it is that kind of, I have to be kind of in the zone centered for me to be able to kind of allow and execute and, and be that kind of heartbeat and the, I don't know, the, the vibe to hold for my brothers and sisters on stage, you know? So yeah. like, I hope that I, I want to be the best that I can be. And that's like, you know, all these, and especially DJs and you know, all, not that it's trending, but it is, there's this health thing where everybody's working out and every, a lot of people are doing yoga because it's like mind, body, spirit. And even in my little lessons that I'm doing, it's like the drum ethos. It's like, it's beyond just rudiments and these things. It's kind of like, how do you look at it? You know, like, how are you looking at this amazing instrument and whatever instrument that might be, if it's a computer making beats or whatever, but it is allowing us to kind of like be creative. And it's yeah. like, are we, do we want to be, like, how do you want to wake up in the world? Like, do you want to like create or do you want to like react to the world? Right. And it's like, I just want to create. That's where I, and you're the same in the same boat. Like, yeah. let's create. That, as much that's as why social know. media is a little bit hard for me. Cause I'm not really interested in, in, um, I'm interested in constantly pushing myself to come up with something new and create something new and fail and do all that other stuff. And, you know, and, and succeed. I'm not really interested in, in like promoting myself all the time because it takes away from my creative flow. And it's, I think, you know, younger musicians are always like, oh, you guys, you know, it was such a different time when you were doing X, Y, and Z. It is what, I think the thing that's terrible and good now is that, yes, anybody can promote themselves, but it's such a constant distraction from the flow of making something great. And what that's done to me as a producer is I used to have longer swaths of working time where... I was a, like, I, I had more time to figure things out. And now my brain is like, always like, duh, 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 duh. so I do these shorter spurts to get things done quicker. And in some ways it's like micro creativity. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. like, you know, but what I can do in a half an hour used to take me three or four hours and sometimes, and that, but I've come, become okay with less time spent. And I think you're having children do that to you as well, because you, that's, you're like, like an, that's inevitable. The, 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 the Mac, the micro and the spurts. Cause it's like, you're in it. And then it's like barging in daddy. I need this daddy. I need that. Or, you know, whatever it might be. So absolutely. And this time for me, you know, it's kind of, it's been so eye opening and, and just kind of a lot has changed and a lot hasn't changed, you know? Cause it's like, but I've developed like new practices and kind of new paradigms that I feel like if I can kind of stick to it, how it's going to apply to when everything that kind of comes back, it's going to be pretty cool. That's what I was, right? you said something earlier about the band, you, you know, like where you guys are quarantined, but you're not together yet because, you know, it's a very, it's a, it's a lot to take on. Right. Absolutely. And, um, it just opens so many things that we're not, 
is it going to be okay for our parents? What about our children? Like all that stuff. But I'm sort of very hopeful for the way that we're starting to communicate and, and collaborate in a different space. And I feel like people who, who are able to step up to the level are, are going to rise up again because I'm reconnecting with so many great people who are self-sufficient, who, you know, maybe didn't know how to track their vocals, but now they're learning how to do that. Or, someone who is more of a session person, but now they're learning how to program properly, you know, and now they see the value in like things that other like, you know, someone's like, Oh, is it, Oh, you know, drums have to be real. I was like, yeah, but I program drums like a motherfucker. So drums are who, who programs them. So, you know, Steve Wolf is a great drummer. Do you know, Steve, but he, he does these, he, you know, he used to be a huge session guy and 90% of the stuff he does now is programmed because it's all going to the grid anyway. Right. For what he does, you know, he, and he knows how to play it. So right. it's right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it's the same thing for me. Like Alana's husband, um, Alana's our bass player. And, and, and it's the same thing. Cause I like, I kind of we went to the studio, we got mics, you know, kind of started kind of, and I've been experimenting with like where to put the bass drum. I only have four mics, but like, it's been super exciting. And then I'll text him. I'm like, dude, I, I learned this. I learned that. And he's like, dude, just go with it. Cause he's kind of right. our engineer. He's our engineer and like the master behind it. And it's just been like, He's like, dude, this sounds great. And it's its own thing. And it's like how we can apply it and all work together to where I would just like give it to him. You know, it's been super neat. Like just kind of leveling up and taking kind of stock in where you're at and all that stuff. So it's super cool. That leads me to a bunch of questions, which, which, oh, hey, Hi. you're always stealing the show. I'm Aaron, by the way. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Isis. <laughs> <laughs> she's right my daughter my daughter would come knocking on the door right here and then she'd want to sit on my lap and yeah. then she would totally she'd like be shy that you were here and then she'd want she'd be like turn the keyboard on so i can play it yeah that's exactly what she does i can be in the middle of anything it doesn't matter she just wants to come in and play the keyboard because we've had like that session you know when they just sit on your lap and they're like doo, 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 doo. I love it. it's the best it is it's the, the best, best. Yeah, it is it's the best. so best. And the weird thing about the music thing, to digress, is that I really have no interest, and I know this might sound strange, I'm not pushing my kids to do music at all, yeah. because it's such a difficult lifestyle, um, because, because I do it professionally, that, and I know what it took as my, like, I was obsessed with music as a kid. I always wanted to be in a band, I always wanted, you know what I mean, like, there wasn't a thing, it was like, that was the dream, to be a successful musician. So I'd rather same. You know, kids just, just figure out. Same. Yeah. Well, that's but like, so I, when I see my son, he's, a, he's unbelievable with chess. He's eight and a half. He started beating me about a year ago. He plays before school. He plays on a Friday afternoon. He's playing right now online. Like he's bananas good at chess. And because that's he's hard. like the way that like we're playing music, so he's hard. putting into chess and I'm thrilled that he's doing that. I mean, it, he beats me every day when we play. Like, I'll beat him here and there, but it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, our but, kids are smarter than us. Well, he'll, but he's also develop. He'll develop skill, same set of skills, because we know that what we have is in our children. My daughter's more the performer, musician. She's shy, and she doesn't like the focused attention, but she'll, like, be out in the garden singing for two hours while she, like, does stuff and, yeah. you know, rooting around, doing all that. Back to back to the band stuff though. Um, what will be really cool is when people come back more self sufficient in a lot of ways because they don't have the bass player to play that part for them, or they don't have 
the singer to do whatever. Um, that kind of happened to me in a way with singing. When I was with Ming and FS, a lot of the stuff that, like, I didn't sing in Ming and FS. He would do vocal stuff in the studio and all that. But I never, I never liked the way my voice sounded in the studio. So I didn't do it there. And after Ming and FS, I started, when I was doing a lot of writing sessions, I'd need to sing my ideas to people. And that was really uncomfortable at first. But as I, because of necessity, I realized, like, oh, I can sing. And my, you know, like, it's easier as a music. That's, like, the easiest instrument to have. Once you can sing, all of a sudden, all these other instruments, like, fall into place. And it was just because of a necessity that I needed to be able to sing these ideas to people. You know, and then piano came after that because I'd sing. And then I'd be like, if I couldn't, like, quite get the notes right, I'd just start playing the notes on the piano the correct way so I could get the pitches right. Next thing you know, I'm doing melodies in my hand and singing with them, right? And so, like, every little necessity that I needed as a working producer sort of started backfilling. Uh, it's uh, weird, right? You, like, yeah. learn all these no, things. It's not even yeah. I've even tried to sit down and learn new instruments, and, and I'm too far ahead with guitar and bass and, you know, whatever, and programming and all that stuff, that it's hard for me to learn traditionally. But I learned the way that I use it in the studio, which is like I can one hand things really well. And it's, it's just ear. It's the same for me. Like when I'm kind of like working on something, we're working on a like new track and now I can like hear and be like, it's, I'm a drummer, right? So my music theory is very limited, but like hearing the same key and hearing that it's like getting better rather than it was just like, this is off. It's like, no, I know it's off. And my, my wife has amazing pitch. And she's like, oh, if you just pitch it up or pitch it down. And, and it's helping me to kind of like understand where my 808 is going to hit compared to whatever, you know. So <laughs> we, should talk, we, should, we should talk about that. Yo, playing an electronic kit and playing a live kit. I don't know if people know that when you play a drum kit uh, that's tuned properly, the drum really resonates and the whole kit sings like uh, it's unbelievable when a kit is tuned properly and when you take I wish that, I could tune my drums for every song live you can't do that but like we do that in the studio dude and you know like it's it, Brad and Hunter you know like they will get the kick drum like up down and like for every track we get every drum tuned and it's really what when you hear a drum set tuned to the track comparatively speaking not we've just leveled up yeah. you know i mean that's you, my you, whole life in dance music everything that i'm doing is tuned and drunk everything is like you know it's so all that's so dialed. but as, as a live instrument what i was going to ask you is so say you got your, your drum kit is is tuned well right whatever it's a whatever median song you're going to be playing like if you've got a whole bunch of songs in a minor you should just tune, tune your drums to a minor or whatever but you play live and when you mic the drum kit live it's like you have this extra when you hear, you know, as long as there's not a huge delay between what you're playing and what's coming out through the speakers, which I'm sure in a lot of the big places that you play, you have that. But in the smaller places where there's no delay between playing and what's coming out the speakers, you get that sort of like cannonball feeling when you're hitting the drums. How does it feel different when you're playing the electronic kit that has all the subsonics and all that other stuff? Does it still feel like it's emanating from you because of the power or is it a little bit more sort of you know, like playing in the can. It's more playing in the can. It doesn't have the same because like, number one, you already like, even in, you know, when we play these kind of big places, it's like you have the sound of the drum, then it's all, we're all in in-ears and then it's kind of projected, you know, out. So it's kind of like this thing that kind of becomes one sound. But when you 
hit electronic or my electronic kick or whatever, it's kind of like there's nothing, and then it just comes here and here, but it doesn't have the same. It's not resonating. It doesn't have the same connectivity. It sounds fucking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it doesn't have the same like. It's kind of like if I was you know, like when you. It's like doesn't feel that you know. It's it's kind of like, and then you hear that later. It's that same kind of feeling to where it's not. That was that would connected. be that's a product. We should talk about that later. But like you know how people wear the sub packs because they have yep. small speakers and they wear the sub pack. Imagine like your seat or something resonated. Oh, it's a thumper. Is that there a thing? Yeah, it thumps when you when you. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, have, you have. It's a pretty amazing. You have an amp. It's like you have an amp with it, and then it's bolted to your seat. So it's kind of like just gives you that feel because everybody's in in-ears. Someone, someone, who's, someone from Harmonic Convergence. Yeah! No way. That was one of the best festivals ever. I love that festival. Oh, oh man. There's so many good people on here. Jason I know. Bell. I know. It's hard. I've seen oh them all go God, through. Oh, my God, dude. Say hello to some people. Like, there's, so many, there's amazing people here. Dude, this is crazy. Eugene is on here. I'm DJ Logic, what up? Logic. Oh my god, I haven't seen Logic in forever. What are you I doing? Are you still on? Logic, hit me up, man. DM oh me. Oh my gosh. Look at all this love. My goodness gracious. You know, when I saw Logic there, it reminds me of Jam Cruise. Did you ever do Jam Cruise? <laughs> oh god, dude. I, I don't like boats, dude. I didn't know I that. I don't, you know, I hate cruises. I also don't like parades, but that's a whole other thing. I'm just, you know, I'm not parades, boat cruises, like the boats. I mean, it has nothing like it just has nothing to do with the like the vibe is amazing. The concept is amazing. And like, you know, you try some things and some things work and like the boat. No, just does not work for SCS nine. The boat (laughs) is like. It just doesn't, we don't feel good. I get seasick. So like, I always worry that I'll get, you know, that's, you know, that's a, that's another thing. Like I get altitude sickness as well. So like when we used to go play Sundance film festival, you fly in for that. And, you know, coming from New York, it's a big altitude change. Totally. And, and, you know, those times like you were just awake all the time. Um, but I remember part of playing there is like you play on a Friday and Saturday night. It was Harry O's. Was it, is that in? Is that yeah, in? Dude. Yeah. Harry O's. You, you, you play at Harry O's, but then you like the promoters would give you like lift tickets from Monday to Thursday. And then that's what you do. But I would be so ill. Oh, but no. so happy. <laughs> because the snowboarding is so good in Park City, Utah. Oh, Utah. We were just in Aspen. That was our last show. We did um, four nights in Aspen and it was. It's like one of my favorites, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, I know my bandmates and my manager and my agent don't exactly enjoy it, but like I snowboard, you know, so it's like epic. And we hiked like Highland Bowl and it like snowed and I stayed two extra days and it was just epic. Like, yeah. So good. Those are like some of the funnest, like, cause then you're like playing music and doing like something that you love. And it's just so rad. We played the first Coachella. And that was like one of those moments where it was, well, first of all, nobody knew what it was. It was this festival in Indio, California that nobody had ever heard of. It was like the end of a, of a harrowing tour. And um, Did we play the same one, Aaron? It was the first one. We might have played the second one. You know, we were booked to play the second one and we got pushed off or something happened. But we had been doing a super political tour prior to that, anti-Bush like um, tour. And I have a feeling... 
Oh, <laughs> no. Somebody was like, we can't have them play this because the guy's a total right wing nut, right? The guy who runs who runs Coachella or did back then. But um, I don't know what happened, but we, we played the first one. But that whole like backstage area, I have a crazy Coachella story, but I'm, I, I'll tell it another time. But the, that whole backstage area with like the misting tents and the massage and all that, it was such a welcome experience. I really love festivals before they become these like... Um, I don't know. They just become super overblown and commercial. I mean, that was that was yeah. like the indie yeah, band festival. Totally. It's so cool because we, you know, we were we we're about we were supposed to play an amazing festival this summer, this weekend actually called Summer Camp, and it's like we did this kind of like Zoom meeting the four band members yesterday with one of the guys and Ian Goldberg is the guy who kind of runs the festival. We've been friends with him for years, and and they ask us kind of like, well, what what's what's so special about Summer Camp, you know? And it was like. Not that we, we, we kind of thought it was like, well, number one, the community that it's been going on for a certain amount of years. It's its 20th year going on. And then, and then it's like, it's an independent festival. So it's been an independent festival for 20 years. And it's just been like, that's pretty much kind of magical, right? Because yeah. all these other ones, I mean, we used to play Hangout Festival. And Hangout was so cool. Like, it was such a cool concept and idea in out Mobile, Alabama on the ocean. And it was like just a different idea rather than camping. You can stay in the condos and whatever. And then it kind of like switched to where it was like, okay, what's popular? And that's what, that's the direction that we're going to go in. And it's not like we're bummed that we can't play hangout. It's just that like, it's just, it was such a cool concept and idea. And then, and then they go a different direction, which everybody, you know, they have to do what they have to do just like an artist, you know? Yeah. But it is like, oh, I, I know what you mean. It's like before the festival gets to where it's like neon and, you know, I love playing. What was the what was the one? The harmonic convergence. I love playing that stuff with you guys because for us it was a departure from the urban settings that we played all the time. I mean, we were in rock clubs and hip hop clubs and raves and that kind of thing. And all of, of a course. sudden, we were transported into like loveliness and you know, <laughs> nice people and like just totally. a different vibe for us. And I loved it. I was like, this is well, so we good. were such fans, Aaron. Like that's where, <laughs> like that's really where like it all comes from. Is that like even her like because harmonic convergence kind of turned into regeneration and those types of festival things. And it's like, even with wave spell, it's like, ultimately we're fans of music. Yeah. And we were like, dude, me and FS, like we didn't, we couldn't even believe that like you guys were like, yeah, sure. We'll do it. And then like telephone, Tel Aviv and Richard divine. And like, Cause you guys were our heroes. You're our hero, you know. Cause like, but there's no reason. But it's you know like. It's but funny. I'm just saying, it's like, dude, we love your, we loved your music, and yeah. it's like that's ultimately what's so rad about music and how we kind of like keep doing this thing. Cause it's like, we just were fans of music, ultimately, right? And it's kind of like, and, and then you become friends, longtime friends. I mean, we yeah. know each other forever, and it's like that's just so rad. Cause we're all yeah. just fucking human. I, I don't like, think people really understand like like. <laughs> You know, the, I have another guy, you know, Karsh Khaled, you know who, you know, Karsh, he was on tour with us, right? So Karsh and I went to high school together. Yeah, I and know. I've known him since like, whatever, you know, and he's, we still he's keep like, in contact. I know, we, we, I mean, we, too, we, we still do. And his daughter, like I held his, his daughter was like this little teeny nugget. She's now, I think like 17, 18. It's crazy, but. And she's um, a musician. Oh yeah. He's an amazing musician. But, but all, that, all that came from his dad. We used to play metal in his dad's... They had this, like, veranda. It was outside 
um, the house, there was this outdoor sort of like sunroom. And he had this big metal kit with the whole cage and the whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And we would play all this metal stuff. But then his father, after we would jam this loud ass metal music, his father would always like play these Indian classical records to us after we were done while we were eating. Like his mom would make amazing food. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm in heaven. It's like, you know, real Indian food. Yeah. And we're just sitting and eating and his dad's playing these records. And I, and I, and it was just such another, like to, and now to where he's become this sort of like Indian classical musician with all the fusion stuff that he does, but knowing where that root was from, it's so good. You know what I mean? But he's another guy, like we grew up listening to sting and all these different people. You know, he plays with these people now and, and I played with open for sting too. It's like you, you, when you, when you do the thing long enough, and you stay in the business and you're true to your art form, you just become on par with people. Yes, they're ahead of you in time, but you're really just in the same wave that's happening. And like, if you continue to do it, eventually the paths cross so they never do. And then you either become friends or you don't. And, you, and it's amazing how um, some of the people that I would see as like idols just were really just people ahead of me in time, like literally right. in time. Sure. And then you meet them and you're like, oh my God, we're the same people. It's, yeah, totally. it's you know, like, you're my older brother. And, and you totally. Know I mean? And we just kind of, and it's still, it's like the same path. It's a parallel path of just whatever it is. But I mean, Karsh, dude, there's some epic Karsh and STS9 collaboration. I'm sure. From like from um, Berkfest, from San Francisco, we had him out for the Fillmore. I mean, those recordings of him on Tabla, and I mean, you talk about allowing and just like trying to keep up with like a master on, I mean, it was, there's some amazing music created with that guy. Yeah. And so I miss, you should have him on this dude. He's a, such a, I, I know we still keep in contact. And, 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 and the thing with Carson, like he's literally my brother. We used to look the same, like, you know, we're really like brothers from back in the day. Um, he's just flaky as fuck. That's it. So, like, I'd have him on this show, but I don't want to chase him down. Like, I'll just call He's him. He's busy. I'll call him and I'll be like, yo, I called you out with Zach on the, on the, on the Rhea, and I want you to be on the show, but I don't want you to flake out of me. No, no, no. He's, he's home with his daughter and his, and his wife, so it's all good. I should do I that know, because him. he's back and forth, like, India, New York. India, New York. Yeah. India, New York. Well, they were going to move to India, but then he was glad that they didn't move because it ended up getting a little bit weird. And, you know, like, it's always yeah. weird that we have to do that stuff with music where you're like, I'm getting so much work here, I should move here. And then the second you think you're going to move somewhere, something changes. Right. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden oh, it's dude, like, 100%. yeah, it's weird. Absolutely. And then, so let me ask you a question. Are you, so you're at the beach and then did you take all your gear and then just bring it to the beach? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, I don't want to pan around totally, but here's like, you know, I can't really do it. There's a computer, keyboards, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to mess this up. But yeah, but basically the same thing happened with my wife and I. Well, first of all, because New York was heating up very quickly. Totally. It was, it, you know, and we're in Harlem. And so... In Harlem, when things get a little bit sketchy, they get sketchier faster because the people just, it's a little bit more wildlife. Like it's a, the yeah. more of a raw part of New York. And so when this thing started to break out, we have this beach place and we usually come here on the weekends in the spring once it gets warm enough. But this was still like cold. March. March. It's cold. Yeah. Um, and we were like, I think we should leave. Like you said, not out of fear, but out of knowledge being like, it, we might get stuck in the city and that might not be the right place to be if things get just get crazy. Yeah. So I was like, let's just pack the kids up. We both did. We, we packed the kids up. We got enough stuff in there that we could come out here. We got set up. And after about a week 
And then it started to like ramp up. It was ramping up in New York. And I was, I was like, I'm like, I'm going to, we have a guest house. It's a very, this is the guest house. It basically has a queen size bed in it and a bathroom. And I pushed the queen size bed up against the wall. And I went back to the city and I got all of oh, like, I got my studio. And funny thing is I had just pared down the studio about a year ago, got rid of tons of outboard gear, got a UAD system with great analog plugins and all that. In you the know, box. Everything's yeah. in the box. And I, I have, it's all. And I, it was, it was torturous thinking about, I'm going to have to go take my studio apart and pack up my, like all this stuff and come out. But in doing it, I realized that I had almost been prepared for this in a really weird way because I had consolidated already. And then I packed everything up. I moved it out here. And, um, truthfully, it's brilliant. I like it a lot. <laughs> You're like, the other thing that's I'm really boom. important to me, and I, you know, this is something that, you know, people who are tuned into this. One of the best things that's happened during this terrible time for me personally, and I'm a, I'm a busy dad, record producer, blah, 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 artist, DJ. And obviously you all know about Zach and, and how busy he is, is that I'm getting to talk to people like Zach on the phone. We never have time to talk to each other on the phone. We had a conversation prior to this where the two of us couldn't get off the phone. We were just like, ah, this was like earlier this week. But I'm, this, this whole concept, the re-up came from me being able to speak to people that I love that I haven't been able to do because we're so busy. Who's got time to like, and especially, and you know, whether this is being sexist or not, men don't tend to call each other up and rap on the phone for 45 minutes about nothing. Oh, sometimes like, we, we have some bromances. Come on, we do. I'm just we saying, have, I, I don't I don't get to do it that often. Like, I have my, you know, like, there's one, I talked to my boy, Luis, who's my manager. We, we, we'll we rap about anything. We, I talked to him three or four times a day on Skype. We're always blah, 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 blah. But, like, you know, catching up with you. I'd love Dude. to talk to Hunter. I haven't talked to Hunter in a million years. I know. I'd love it's, to talk to Hunter. I know. And you know what's, it's so funny that you say that because it is, that is such a thing that, like, in all of my relations, from my parents to my brother, then to my like extended family, my friends that I hang out with, I surf with, and then to like my bandmates that we like are playing music together to my manager. I mean, it's like it just it keep, like if you just extend this, you know, in a year, how are you guys doing? We're busy. I'm just busy. I'm just busy. I'm just busy. Right. Everybody is so fucking busy. And then it's kind of like, this is kind of pulled back to where it's kind of like a little retrospective of like, I've, to a level, I've been busy because I've been hustling in all different kind of realms, trying to kind of just yeah. figure out what's next. And like, you know, we've been on the phone with, you know, where's music going to go? What's next? How are we going to, you know, we have to postpone Red Rocks. We have to postpone, you know, all these things. So there's a lot of busy stuff. But then in other aspects, it's just been like exactly what you're saying, catching up with people. And just kind of slowing down, shifting focus, and kind of almost even just remembering what's really important. Like you said, like family, like, dude, the, the, the family time and like the tenderness of hanging with wife and child and creating and creating new paradigms and new projects and just having fun. Yeah. been pretty... That's where like a just, you know, and we all have our, I mean, that, that's all, I'm like painting kind of a beautiful picture. Now I've had my ups and downs, <laughs> emotional roller coaster. We all have. That, that we all have like in, more or less that like in, in very short amount of times, like I'm happy, I'm sad. I'm happy, I'm sad. Like, you know, but it's been pretty, pretty rad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm primarily happy. It's been harder on my wife because um, she's, you know, working her full-time job and then, 
the kids are doing their schooling in the other house as well. And they have, it's all online. But my, my five-year-old doesn't really care about doing school. She's like, F this. I'm just want to, you know, like, I want to go play with clay and like draw on the walls and shit, you know? And yeah, so it's harder it's, on my wife. It's more difficult for her. And I recognize that. And I, and I'm generally happy most of the time, but you know, like yesterday I was a little bit down to the whole sense of like, I'm kind of, you know, the pattern is getting a little, the, 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 like, how long is this pattern going to, you know, continue to be the cycle? It's, just, it's like, it's a little bit mind numbing. You know? Well, I was kind of on like a roll. I kind of had this going on. I was recording drums. We're passing it around. People were sending stuff back. And it was just kind of like this kind of rumble tumble. I'm feeling it. And then yeah. Monday, and then whatever it's worth kind of feeling that same thing. And like Monday kind of, kind of rolled around and it was like, it just kind of, the inspiration wasn't quite there. So I didn't try to force it, you know? I've been reading a lot. I've been writing a lot. We've been, my wife has been just the most amazing human in like helping me navigate just some new creative avenues and like putting books in front of me that are like incredibly captivating. And I'm like, it's, it's, I'm, it's I, I can't thing. read. I can't read right now. I cannot, I mean, I'm not a big reader oh, no, because I don't read, have a lot of time. I just don't have to, I don't have the energy to read. I can't. My wife is reading great books right now, and I'm just like, I'm, it's taking you just gotta find the right my energy to, to like think, make Aaron. records. What? You gotta find the right thing to read. I know. Yeah, because it's like, I, I have so I'm many like, other interests. Though, mine, an amazing, amazing human, his name's John Rose. Um, he had this, this kind of like mantra that like, what he does is when he gets up in the morning, he has like maybe three books that he's reading, right? And he only reads 10 pages out of each book. Right. So I've kind of done that. And that's been and then this one book kind of like I, I cannot put it down. And it's like so it's kind of taking a hold of the other three books. And now I'm reading four books. But um, but it is like that's been just that cool way because it's not daunting. It's like, oh, I have four books. I'm going to read 10 pages, have a stopping place unless it kind of whatever. But all of that knowledge and that and then she's she's doing this. My wife's doing this um, writing thing that's been super cool, too. Um, in this time about like, just all, there's these, these exercises that you kind of write about, which has been just so rad too. That's awesome. Yeah. My next, the next thing that I'm trying to figure out mentally is that um, my son does chess before school, but I'm thinking about when the summer comes around and they're not in school anymore of how I'm going to change my day. Cause I'm going to want to get up in the morning and go surfing with him. I'm going to want to get up early and be like, let's go, let's, you know, let's try to go, go to the ocean for a bit and maybe do half a day of the ocean and come back Which, and then yeah. try to push my working day later. But the problem is I'm so on this, like my kids get up early. So like, I'm not up till two o'clock in the morning. I'm up at six in the morning and I'm, you know, I'm tired by nine, 10 o'clock. And I don't know if I would yeah. be creative at seven o'clock in the studio after dinner and, you know, after being tired. Of, so I'm trying to figure out what the next thing is going to be for me on that. Um, but you know, so a couple other things. There's so many things. Oh God, so many things I want to talk about. No, we're gonna run. Out. Holy shit! It's gone by. I know. So it's. Fast. I knew this was gonna happen. I told you on the phone. I was like, we're not even gonna get anywhere. We're gonna blabber like little girls, and we're just like. <laughs> so good. So good. I always wonder if people, if if like, because I'm a New Yorker, I talk fast, and my friends, the people that I like, tend to gravitate towards, are sort of like fast like you are you know what i mean because we we can we can get on it we can talk really quick and yeah. it doesn't when i have friends who talk slower i love them to death but i'm like i always feel like i'm taking the oxygen out of their sentences <laughs> i can't wait for them to finish <laughs> right oh man 
I mean, it's so good too. Like it was so cool when I announced this and just kind of like went back down, like just memory lane and thought about re, you know, harmonic convergence. I remember we did, um, remember we did Webster Hall. Yes. And we, I was thinking about that. You did, uh, wasn't that a different band? What was that band called? Um, that was, I don't remember who I was playing with, but like you guys did this other room and we stayed up late and we partied. And I mean, and then just like all the fun times and then like listening to that, um, it just kind of came back up. Like, people kind of got excited and they started posting on Instagram and all over social media about the Ming and FS uh, Tokyo remix. Right. And then like, I, I was listen- like, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then I listened to that. And I was like, Oh dude, it's well, we got so- one thing that one thing we're definitely going to do is we're going to, we definitely, I mean, I'm going to stay in touch with you now, obviously but yes. besides all this. Right. But I definitely want to do a project with you guys in some way, whether it's just you or, I feel like it's now this. Well, me and you have been dream. Yeah, but we've been dreaming in this whole thing. Like, you know, you hit me up probably like two years ago, and we've been ever since you hit me up about like doing shows and trying to figure out that integration. We've just it kind of re kind of rekindled. I mean, that's the, I think that's the thing that this whole unfortunate time is bringing about is that people who are supposed to be connected together will reunite in their own way because there's not a lot of room for the BS. I don't have time. Yeah you know, for people who aren't like responding and just, you know, like giving me gas. It's it's like, I need, but I do understand. Like I have empathy and compassion for that man, because it's like, dude, everybody's is as much as my kind of roller coaster is what it is. Like, I think that everybody else is. So I'm just trying to be like super empathetic to that. Like, Hey man, this is a fucked, this is a crazy sucker punch at Webster hall. Sorry. Swatch came with the sucker punch. Oh, okay. I remember oh, the first time. Oh, that's right. Sucker punch. That's right. I'm not a big weed smoker anymore. Like when I was when I was in high school, I was a big weed smoker. But one, I remember one time, and I don't remember where we were. Was it? Did I think it was Hunter and somebody else? It was either Hunter and Squatch gave me this big bowl with Keith in it, and holy cow! Was it the volcano? It was something, dude. I almost died. Is that, like that was the first time I ever. I was like, "Oh my god!" Do you remember? Smoke- I don't. I don't smoke weed, but um, but like there was the um. I just remember when we. I, I just he knows saw- he, he, he the rocks in Atlanta. I probably had to pace around for hours. <laughs> you know when you're so high. But you you're remember like, that I- big balloon? It was like that big balloon thing, right? That, I don't like, remember. Filled- All I know like, is that I don't. I mean, I just remember that that volcano being backstage, and I remember so many. So many people being like, what is that? And then having the same experience that you have. <laughs> like, whoa. I mean, it almost died. That I was like, like almost... before vape was vape. There's so many amazing humans on this right now. I know. I, I'm not. I, dude, I mean, this is kind Scott, of like... Stalker. I mean, dude, look at all these beautiful people. I mean, it's so rad. What up, Hunter? Let me, let, let, let's do something that I've been trying to do on every single one of these. and, and if Okay. Because we we're about at the hour mark, and then it, it either will kick us off or it will let us keep going. I don't know. All right, cool. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of one of the questions. I always ask these, these funny questions, but one of them is music or money, and I'm dumping that one. Because okay. I don't want anyone to answer money. I don't want <laughs> – it's a question like, who, who wants – I don't want to hear that. All right, so faith or science? Science. Rave or festival? Festival. Ocean, lake, or desert? Ocean. Acid or mushrooms? <laughs> mushrooms. Uh, big room or small room? I'm going to have to go with A and B because I love both about the small room and I love both. I love the big room too. I love yeah. both. I really do. 
What's your superpower? Jen, what's my superpower? It's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jen for the win. That's the win right there. Um, how would you incorrectly describe your job? Oh, my goodness. That it's like this luxurious, um, you know, five-star hotel, magical, like, th let me just say this, like, more times than not, like, you wake up on the tour bus and you're like, where the fuck am I going to take a shit? You know what I mean? It's not this, like, magical golden throne and just magicalness, you know? It's one like, thing that, just to digress I, from the questions, one thing that people oh, have. My, my daughter has my superpower. What is what? it? Saying curse words every day. Saying curse words every day. You know what? My, my kids would say exactly the same thing. <laughs> my, my kids know how to use the F word in all the ways you can use it. Yeah. She, 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 she mouths it. Yeah. I, my, my, my daughter, when she was like a year and a half, two years old, she was by herself and she dropped something. Like none of us were around her. And I heard her go, shit. And I was like, well, at least she curses the right way. How old were you? Isis was like a certain age and she was like, and because I say the F word so many times, I think she was like two and she's like she's sitting on her changing table and she's looking down and I pull out a pair of underwear and she's like, not those fucking panties. <laughs> I was like, Jen. <laughs> and you're like, she was like, well, that came from you. Yeah. It all comes from us, doesn't it? <laughs> they usually I got to answer the these dads. questions or they're going to jump us off. Hold on. All right. All right. Um, what, animal what animals should survive if only one can survive? Whales. Uh, cat or dog? Dog. If not music, then what? A permanent uh, vacationer. Um, fa <laughs> favorite meal? Um, Chicken noodle soup. No. Um, favorite meal? Sushi, probably. Hunter or gatherer? Fish. Um, gatherer. What's the last gift you gave someone? Oh, go get it. Go get it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It we have a minute and 30 seconds. So you got 30 um, seconds. You better hurry. I gave um, my daughter and my wife these, uh, these trolls that have crystals for hair. Oh, yeah. I got it for my wife for Mother's Day. And then my daughter was like, you cannot, you cannot give it. It's pretty right. cool. Do you have a favorite metal band? Oh, nice. Absolutely. Ministry. Ministry. Okay. Done. And, 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 the, and the most important question, what genre are the talking heads? Pop? Pop music? Pop. I would say pop. Popular music. <laughs> and here's... It's 100% what right we here, talk baby. about, and that's why it's brilliant. I love you. I love you too, brother. We're done You're in 44 amazing. seconds. I will be in touch with you. I'll call you next week. I'm not going to wait for right. I'll just... Thanks, everyone, for joining in. Thank you, everybody. This will be up amazing, on podcast in a couple of days. We'll send out links. Thanks so much for participating. Everyone be safe. Speak to you soon. Let's do this again. 100%. All right. Ciao. Ciao, everybody.